0: The Backdoor GA podcast for 2023 is now brought to you by Steve Motor Group. For your personalised vehicle shopping experience, visit stevemotorgroup.ie. We are now delighted to announce our second sponsor of the podcast. Harper Finley, our professional service recruitment company operating nationwide and are dedicated to helping people find their dream job. I'm so delighted now to be joined by Jeff Linsky and former Goa hurler Connor Devran to look back on Goa's heartbreaking defeat, it's safe to say, against Kilkenny. Killian Buckley literally broke Goa's hearts at the weekend. I don't think we can say any more than that. A real tough one to take last play of the game, but for Goa now it's just about regrouping. Um, they're going to face Tipperary or Offaly in the All Ireland quarter final. That's going to be their focus, and for the for the next week or two now, uh, to to be back ready for that. Jeff, how did you feel in Crow Park on Sunday when Killian Buckley hits the back of the net? It's like everybody
1: you you were stunned shot, um, very disappointed. Really, you know. Um, you see the lads the way they recovered in the second half to go two points up, um, and not to see it out. Uh, it was tough, and I suppose if the goal the way it was conceded, you know that's that's hard to take. Because we had the ball in our hands three or four times, and um, so like we had, we were masters of our own downfall. Really, like when we didn't uh, clear lines, and um, look, thinking about it going up with the amount of injuries Kilkenny had, uh, I was fairly confident that that that, that we we'd see it through. Um, but look, it's it's we're sitting in the championship. As we said this earlier before we came on, like if we tipped, this is all forgotten about. And then you're looking forward to a limerick team that isn't firing on, on all cylinders, you know. So look, we're still there. Um the boys will have to pick themselves up this week, uh, bounce back and get themselves ready. But they did enough right in the game, uh, Paul, you know. Um it's just defensively, do we need do we need to, I suppose, tighten up, um, especially on on, on the gold side of it.
0: For you as well, Connor, in say on uh, Sunday, the emotions I can imagine. You're very down one minute, you're very up the next minute. It, just I'd say that was probably the narrative of the game. You're kind of going up and down.
2: Ah uh, yeah, completely. Look, um, I was up there with one of my friends of mine. You know, he got me in a bit of trouble, so he did. He was gone so wild with <laughs> come comeback, and yeah, then they got the final goal then, last kick in last, kicking the stomach and. <laughs> I had kicked Kenny lads up my back, jumping up and down, gone mad, and he was gone. <laughs> so I was like, Yeah, look, it was, it was unbelievable. Um, as I alluded to at the start, um, you know, you meet people outside and it was, you know, straight at home, half a smile on your face, like what just happened. We just need to get out of here fairly quick, like, and digest this another time because it was hard to it was hard to make sense of what just happened there and then
0: Jeff has the criticism has it annoyed you? There's there's been a narrative all week just looking at some of the national media a uh, going for ethical uh defensive issues is 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 that a bit ott. I
1: look the the, the way things are now. If you if you won the game, go over probably second third favourites for the All Ireland because you lose it. Um, obviously the spotlights on on everything. Um, then you know. Um, look the, the criticism is probably. The, the last piece that we didn't see it out, uh, really. Um, Performances up to that point have been Jacqueline Hyde as well, you know, so like we, we, you don't really know what you want to get with the lads any given day and I think Henry has been touched on to get a level of consistency from them and the performance as the, was there the last day. Um, but now we have Tip who will run the ball more than than Kenny, uh the next day, so look, we, we probably need to address that side of it. Look at a few positional switches. Um, and look, in, in terms of what happened to Park there at the end, I think it's, it was just fatigue. Uh, mental fatigue, really, in, in terms of kicking the ball, you know. Um, and for me, really, the last 10 minutes, it, it was probably someone different than Cody at that stage, you know, because Park had done a reasonable job, really good job up to that point. But the last 10 minutes, really, he was out on his feet. What well, What do
0: you make, Connor, of the way... Oh, I have been
2: talked about since the defeat? Um, I suppose look, you have to you have to say a lot of it's fair, you know. Um we conceded a big score again the last day. And um, you know, yeah, I don't think the I don't think the defense is lined out properly myself. Um I I'd be playing Dahi at fullback. He's the best fullback in the country. Um he, he, why move him to centre back, you know, when you haven't got uh Con- a, Natural ready made full back, um, ready to go in. You know, Garish Mac, made his name at six. Um, it's not easy to go back to full, uh, uh, you know, at the latter stage of your career. I know JJ Delaney did it, but JJ Delaney had the, the greatest team of all time in front of him. You know, um, I would be having Dye work at three, um, I'd have Joe Cooney at six. Um, I, I said that the last time I was on the show, I think Joe Cooney is our best six. Um, from what I've seen in club championship and from what the, the personnel of that panel is. But also, um, like the defence starts at 15 and Henry Sheffern is going to be the first guy that says that, you know. And for me, the last day, especially in the half-four line midfield, the guys you can get enough cover, um, especially on the overlaps. You know, you've seen the first goal, Mossy um, Cohen got it in um, after Blanchfield went forward. And um you had three guys, three goalie guys on the D uh when he was putting the ball in the net, Greedish got across to Murray, but he had no help. And um when I watched it back, I, I, none of them three were sprinting, you know, as far as I was concerned. Where
0: where does it where are those issues coming from, uh
2: Conor? Um hard to know. Uh, unless you are yourself, like it look, there, look, a small bit of it has to be a bit of a, a bit of desire, I suppose the the want to win like um the, the easy answer is it's a, lap, a lapse of concentration you know but th- there was two laps of concentration for both of those goals for the one Mikey Butler got as well you know he should have been picked up by by a couple of different players um before he got anywhere near there you know Dahi Burke was pulled across on John Donnelly uh, Donnelly was keeping him busy over the far side of the field um where I was sitting I had a good vantage point of that and Ferris to Ah he got he got across as quick as he could. But before that ever materialised, you can't have that amount of space between your half-back line if they're pulled out the field and the the, the next on line, you know. So I, I heard in the Sunday game, they were saying someone should have called. Well, they got there, but the, the runner should have been picked up way before that, you know, or, or checked even before that. Um, so it's about your setup, really. You know, um, if you look at Kilkenny, how they set up for our puckouts. They, they seemed to have um five across the middle or five across the line. Like, you know, it was um they were happy enough for 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 Galway to give a short, but uh when Galway did give a short in um in the corners, they 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 went back to Murphy which was to go long in over the top, you know. Uh, it was a strange one, you know. Uh, it seemed a little bit divided of a tactic really for me on the puckouts and and when we went short. were well, guys not showing, not doing the hard running at eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. You know when we did go short, um, and I've seen a stat there. Kenny won eleven out of eighteen of their own puckouts in the first half alone. I think we only got six. Um, so, yeah, they need to, they need to, they need to come up with something to make sure we retain our own, our own restart um, puckouts or or short balls because I'm done the last day is not going to win any game.
0: Everton Connor mentions Dave Jeff. They're, they
1: are the biggest issues at the minute. Yeah, I, I'd say why Joseph is in the half hour line against Dublin, Conor Cooney was our main long pucko target. and um, so I'd say that's why he was Blanchfield picked him up. Uh I'd say Blanchfield caught two balls over over Joseph's head. Um I, I can see why they have him in the half hour line, but as Conor touched on, I have to agree with him. Our out no best defender and our best stopper is Dahi. Like, you know, he he's he's ready
0: made. Oh, Would b- you go back, back to three now?
1: Back, back to three, yeah. Back to three. like The modern six has to close off space and angles. But I think our scramble defence is poor. Really poor. Um, Limerick have addressed it so much. If you watch Limerick the last year uh, in the second half, the minute the line is broke, the, the, the two midfielders, to wing-back to far side, are all sprinting back to the, to the nearest post, uh, trying to protect the D. And this is all simple stuff uh, that you do even at cover. Um, and I think as Connor touched on there a lot of it's desire it's hunger but it's also spotting the danger and I think a few of the lads are ball watching and they're not thinking two or three steps ahead of, of what, what's happening in terms of the plays being developed so like even Mickey Butler's goal and it was a good combination play with was good link up play Billy Ryan comes out creates the space behind him and Darren follows, follows him out towards the sideline if Darren had actually just held and not followed him out that space would have would have been closed on.
0: Is that something that you feel that every back in the goal is set up is more worried about their man, their marking?
1: Um, well, like, look, your job in today is to, is to mark somebody. Hmm. But if if Billy Ryan's going out towards the sideline, you can leave him off. You know, concede the point out there. Uh, what you don't want to do is is create a pocket of space behind you uh, for players to run into. Um, and that was happening in the first half uh, twice um and it happened for the mickey Butler goal so like the, the runners are coming at us from deep they're coming straight down the channels and we're just doing we're doing a really poor job and getting goal side um and closing off the space and the angles and checking the runs
0: mid-season jeff is this fixable
1: ah yeah look the, the boys will, will review that probably tonight um it'll be a tough watch um but these are all smart guys like they've been around the block they've won all ireland's uh they know it themselves really you know um and as as a unit in terms of backs um they they know what needs to be done but i think it's a collective thing and it's a mindset thing from from the group as a whole um to be more tuned in because look tip the next day will be doing the exact same thing as Kilkenny, they'll spot what what, what uh, Dublin did to us, they'll spot what Kilkenny did, and they'll try and implement the, the exact same tactics.
0: Connor, as a past defender with Galway, as Jeff said, there needs to be probably words there between players. Can, can that be a difficult thing after conceding such a high score to, to have these com- conversations with your defenders?
2: Uh, no, not if the, the the spirit of the the camp and the camaraderie of things are are there. I put it this way: if you can't have it, it's a bigger problem. You know, if you can't have it. You're 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 not going anywhere. So um, I don't think it'd be an issue. Well, I can't see how it would be an issue. Um, but yeah, like defensively, we just have to as a team. They have to they have to come up with patterns going back. You know, everyone talks about patterns going forward. Because um, you even seen Klaclini the last day. You know they. All all obviously scores Whelans, um, nylans barra one you know uh, concanans most of them come out in the out, out in the wing they're unbelievable scores brilliant scores to be able to get will will we always be able to get those type of scores you know it's a bit of a, a bit of a risk hoping that you're going to have eight nine points scored from the forty five out the sideline you know so yeah no they'll have to they're just going to have to knuckle down. Um, almost uh, we we will not be beaten kind of a mantra it has to come into the mindset and um, you get that right first. You know, I, I think we we always seem to put up a score. Um, again, no matter who we're playing, I think we're 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 going to get 20, 23 points at worst. So you have to be open to conceding, you know, less than that, less than 20 anyway. And um, you just do what's needed to do that. You have to maybe get a bit cuter as well. You know, um the Limerick guys and the Claire lads, you know, off the ball, like the referees when they're playing when they're refereeing those games. You ever see the the, the full length pitch view, the camera, you know, the drag and the pulling that's going on, you know, they they, they have almost given up trying to pull them for it because there's so much of it going on, you can't you can't pinpoint one person for it. You might get caught once or twice, for it. you know. Um I didn't see too much of that going on the last day with Galway, they they were just they were too too honest, maybe. Is this something you would have liked to perfect, Conor? Uh, yeah, well, um, I had to perfect it. I had the pace to, <laughs> to, to, to do anything else really, you know?
0: <laughs> Just on that, when we're talking about being more cuter and Everton defensively, Jeff, is is this the main reason why Goy have struggled with coming in and out of games and their consistency?
1: Yeah. Um. <clears throat> There's so many aspects of the games. No, you have to get right um, your pokeouts, uh, your reset, your own setup, your distribution of the ball. Um, players taking responsibility at key times, I suppose. Level of communication. Just um, if 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 one part of your game and you've seen it in the monster final isn't right, particularly with the, your but your own puck out, um you lose foothold, you lose momentum, and it's very hard to wrestle it back. Um, but like the last two we started really well yeah. and then we hit a blip again and we, we responded in fairness. um, But everyone now at this stage realises the third quarter, especially is the moving quarter. um, And we, we dipped poorly and badly. Jason made a huge impact when he came on. We'd only come off the pitch. Made a big difference. Sean and Nana, in fairness to him for the last couple of games has given uh, an awful lot of uh, an awful lot of energy to the team. um, You know, but like, for me... There's a couple of more lads that probably need to see minutes. Um, I, I'm still curious as to why Jamie Ryan isn't seeing some game time in terms of his speed and athleticism, um, in particularly his yeah. form. I don't, I, I don't know what's going on in, in terms of in-house games. I don't know, but like someone like like, like Jamie coming on with five six minutes to go, um, Is Liam Collins ready, Declan McLaughlin, these lads, um, we, we probably need more from our bench. Um, we're getting it with Sean we got it from Jason um, but we, we probably need more uh, in the yes. modern game especially to, to to finish out these games from, from, from the subs that are coming up
0: Just from obviously being involved with the University of Gola this year as well Jeff at Sigurdsson you obviously work closely with Tuna and Killeen he's just back from injury is he someone you expect to he give him a yeah, chance Yeah look on?
1: in terms of as a ball player uh, there's no better Harder in that position. Like, in fairness to him, you could play him any, anywhere across the halfback line. Midfield, um, he would be somebody that you would be keeping a close eye on. Um, but like you also have Owen Lawless, would have picked up on Cody in, in Fitzgibbon as well. You know, so these lads. You know, I'm just looking at the profile, even of our own lads. These lads are going to need to develop over the next year, two, three years, and they're they're going to need exposure if, if they're going to make a step up.
0: You see, either
1: of them being given chances against it. It's a look, it's a gamble. Um, yeah. but you're going to have to trust the squad with the spirit of the group. Um, and if lads are showing form, what would what happen this weekend, really? Connor, probably, probably two, two 10 minute rounds, probably that, that would probably be it. Um, it's a recovery Wednesday and Friday for the lads, they'll probably do something Sunday, and that'll be it. Um, because that game, the last, because of the heat, um, and that was probably after the Dublin game, their first real big test. But they've got loads in the tank. Like they haven't come through a monster campaign, um, yeah. whether it's four or five high uh, octane. It's their, it's their second proper championship match, you know. So look, I'm, I'm sure the lads will it'll, it'll bounce back. But there's a lot of stuff that we need to get right in terms of our one set up position to play and defensive it.
0: How do Henry and the management team get the
2: squad to bounce back here, Conor? Um, It'll have to come from the players first and foremost. You know, we all know um, Henry's his own mantra down through the years, and Cody's as well. You know, they're both standing up and winning your own ball, and you know, putting your putting yourself forward and no hiding place really. And um, that's the first thing you go got management and Henry will be looking at the last day. Like who didn't put themselves forward, you know, and like straight up, they have to be up for the chopping block. It's as simple as that you know. And you have to. You if you don't, if you don't give guys in the bench a chance when they can blatantly see guys underperforming on the field in front of them, you know, you're you're diluting what you have behind you. You know, you're 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 undermining their confidence as well. So you're showing it you don't you don't trust them. So look. It, I think it's the right game for Galway, like the chip game, first and foremost. Um, I wouldn't like to see us playing someone like a Dublin or a Wexford if 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 they happen to be coming. You know, uh, that would put us under a little bit more pressure to to actually win it. You know, it's it's obviously knockout the next day as well, so it's basically they have to they have to in one sense cut loose, but at the same time they want to have to have a better as Jeff said as well, and both of us said it really, but they want to have to have some better patterns and better idea of what, what what we're going to do to try and retain our own pocket and, and, and keep possession of it and you know walk the ball into the, the scoring positions a little bit better. Uh, just for, for, and and that's more to take the pressure off the defense. You know the longer the ball is up the end of the field, you know, the less hardship you have in the backs. You know, and that's what's going to have to happen. Yeah obviously
0: back training tonight poor Benny was speaking at the... Uh... All ireland championship launch today, Jeff. Is it very much it's kind of for these players now, it would have been tough thinking about training, but they get this out of the system and that result is just packed after training.
1: Look at the once the review meeting happens and you're back up on the pitch and you put in a say a good half an hour, 40 minutes work, you know, you get back in the car, you're feeling a small bit better. So like we've all gone through big losses as managers and coaches. Um And invariably, everybody feels a bit better after training tonight. And then you're looking forward then to to Tipperary uh, and getting everything right in the camp then. I suppose the most important thing, Paul, is it's the quality of training that you're going to do with the lads. So it's not how long you're there, but you have to make sure that everything that you're doing with the lads is on point. Do they go flat out
0: this week?
1: Uh, They wouldn't tonight. The lads who didn't see any game time, they'd probably put in a 70-minute session the rest of the boys are probably 25 minutes max. The The bodies probably wouldn't be able for it. Um, but they'll be feeling a lot better after after training. Um, once the group comes back together again because look, once you're inside in the camp, uh, the outside noise you, you, you tend to ignore it. Um, and the lads are well experienced regardless of that. Um, but I suppose the next important thing is is that whatever they do with the weekend is on the money in terms of quality and, and quantity.
0: we just Look at the game and, and into the key moments of the game. Connor, we obviously talked there how goal started really well. Like, if you look at the first opening four minutes, the work rate and everything, it was really impressive the way they were able to take the scores. Brian Cannon's score on the second minute, then Wheeler on the third. Joseph Cooney then on four minutes, putting them into four points to no score lead. Like, it, it, they really did, like, in the very early, early on stages in this game, start well.
2: Yeah, they did. Uh, for me, it was the, the speed of the ball that they got into the forwards that made the difference. Um, there was definitely, I'd say, something mentioned about the delay in the ball going into the inside line, especially Conor Whelan against Dublin. He seemed to be moving a lot left in the centre and um, the ball was being, for some reason, not being sent into him, even though he was probably in the prime position to get it. Um, so he got some ball, but uh, in general, look, they got the ball in quick. Um you know it was one hand pass off, one short pass, and then in. Um, they weren't delaying on anything. So that's what got us the foothold. Obviously, like anything, thing got the goals just brought them back into it. And um, you know, the, the overall the first half, you know, it, it, the intensity wasn't huge. Um, I suppose from what we've seen in Monster Monster games. Um, but it was it was a de- it was a decent game going, going back and forth, and there was some good scores got. But um, Galway just got a full hold early on and just started dictating the terms. Um, obviously, then half time, that's when things changed, and um, it was probably the 50th minute before we got uh, got back um, to, to, to on the scoreboard again.
0: And even as Conor Joe Canning was referencing at half time, we went six one up. You were thinking, Jesus, like we're hurling really well this year, and it's probably not something we've seen from at very. In the early stages of games, maybe they've started slow, but they did start really slow, six-one. And as Canning was saying, Mossy Kion scores a goal, and he nearly always seems just
2: like this player who scores a goal against Galway. He does, yeah. There's been a few. There's a few guys you put you put in that bracket, not just Mossy. Um, yeah, but look, it's just a switch off. Um, you know, just we had two or three opportunities just to, to to gather the ball first and foremost, and to 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 maybe slow the game down, slow the play that facet of play down. And um, when they broke inside, then you know we just didn't get back fast enough. Um, for that 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 one that one was hard to take. That now and Mikey Butler's goal, it was just like Henry won't be happy when he looks back at that. That's going to be highlighted, you know, and um, you know. I'd be surprised if you don't see uh, a better mindset uh, regards to that kind of stuff the next day. I think you're going to see a little bit more as Jeff alluded to a while ago of the, of the Limerick guys, you know, getting back into the 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 danger positions and and stopping those goals from happening. You
0: know, periods after that as well, Jeff in the first half particularly with be uh, faden Like Masi gets the goal, it's one one to six points, then. Kenny, after sixty minutes, bring it back to one six to six. Go, away then one nine to one six, and like it, we're in a good position at one nine to one six, and probably similar to go away's early start again. T. Kenny, just straight after that, hit back. Water was just gone.
1: Yeah, um, and again, it's down to defensive mindset again. With um, Talking to me a few years ago, and he players broke it down to three categories. One was a stopper, um, just lads who were interested in just defending first. And I think our lads need to be focused on that the next day. Forget about the ball, just make sure he doesn't get it. And uh, Kilkenny, as we know for a long time, they're extremely powerful in the air. Um, and I think if, if, if the defensive unit with their two wing forwards and their two midfielders, Kind clog up them channels. We we'll, we we'll have a great chance against uh, Tip
0: to go and clog up and kind of switch tactic maybe to what they've been doing. Is that just not a choice now? Do you feel and you feel that just needs to be done?
1: If if you put Dahi back, like if you look at the Tip from forward line, I know I'm moving on again. You push. If you look at Tip Full Ford Jason Ford might be back, it's probably five weeks since the uh, hammer. Um Jake Morris would be back. Um, so who's gonna pick up these guys? Um Gareth O'Connor would be probably 50-50. Um, and then you have Sean or Nolan McGrath, which whichever one will be out in midfield. Um inside, apart from Jake Morris, th- there's not blind and pace in there. Um yeah. But it's tracking the runners from deep that the lads need to make sure that they're thinking two or three steps ahead at all times. Once the ball is turned over, they're all defenders. And it's probably a bit like what they did when the when we won in 17 and 18, you know, our half for them were really, really deep. Um, but defensively, we were really good at on, on the wheel um, clogging up those, those channels, making sure we didn't go see goals. Um, the other one is you, you can possibly develop a plus one a sitting six with park, um, get a midfielder to kind of sit in front. I think Kyle was doing that enough at the last day, anyhow. He was sitting in front of of Dahi, um, and he was distributing ball well, a from one, and loose pass in the first half, um. But look, a powerful defensive stuff and is is a huge part of the game, and the lads did off lot right. Uh, but there is key components to how we're playing that needs to be fixed.
0: Yeah, you were talking there. I think the conversion rate was at something like sixty-eight percent. Like it's, it's definitely a positive, um, a conversion rate to be taken out of uh,
1: someday. Yeah, and look, when Kevin went inside and Wheelo came out, there was good ball going into into Kevin. But I'm just scratching my head still. In previous game of Wheeler was in there, I counted in forty minutes of hurling. I think two or three balls in the from, yeah, shooting from eighty yards out and like. The return from them is 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 very poor. And I'd say it probably extremely frustrating for him uh, to be in there looking at the ball sailing wide when you have someone like him inside with Bino. And look, it's it's it, it doesn't have to be a perfect ball either. Um, but you're looking at the quality of the ball that Cody gets every day, he goes out. It's one bounce in front of him, and he's switching hands and he's catching it with his other hand, and then he got his position he turns, switches hands again, and 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 he, he pops it over the bar. I'd love to see in odd time um, that quality of ball being fed into our inside line to see how much damage we do, and we would we would. Um, Bino got three points the last day. Kevin got three. Wheelow won six. Evan got four. You know, it's a good score return from 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 your forwards.
0: With Connor Wheelow as well, like you, you could even see the comparison of the ball Gillan was getting in the Munster final uh, compared to some of the ball he's got all year. But just interesting Connor to bring you in here. Connor, we had a label at the weekend as a one trick pony um at halftime. It was it was it was mind-boggling to say the least. Um as Joe Canning was saying, uh, a one trick pony who scores one three isn't
2: bad. Yeah, yeah. Um to be honest, i I will be I'll be very upfront here. Um when Whelan first came on the scene uh, you know I probably had the same thoughts myself um but the way that lad has developed over the last few years I don't think there's too many that would have improved from um 19 to what was he know, 20 25 26 maybe um as much as him and the quality like has there has anyone got one sixth of those quality of scores? I,
0: I, Even I, in the
2: second half, the, the goal was brilliant. Um, read it perfectly. You know, it's exactly what you want uh, a killer forward to do. He, he's looking for a goal there before that ball ever gets gets um, to the two guys that go up first. Um and the points he got, you know, I certainly didn't think he had that in his locker the first couple of years I've seen him. But you know, uh, he, he anyone that has any doubts of Whelan's ability Um, and I've had no doubts the last couple of years but um, anyone that has any doubts going forward you know is a different case but as Jeff said there as well about the type of ball that's going into one Cody and um, you could say the same type of ball goes into Gillan Um, they know the ball is coming so they know the timing of their runs they know the 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 spaces to move into you seldom see Gillan or Cody making a, a mad dash out to the side uh, you know, and just solely relying on their pace, they're, they're actually moving in behind their man. They're coming left and right, and then they know when to go. Um, that's been a problem for Galway, um, and maybe and reading maybe as well. In the sense that I don't think Connor um, has full faith of when the ball is coming in. they got it in from the last day to a certain extent um, uh, for a couple of his scores. The the, the rest of these scores, he, he more or less made himself. You know, he, he he won hard ball, lost his man, and threw it over the shoulder. You know, so. He, most of the credit is his in those ones like that's the kind of stuff that they're going to if they want to get more out of wheeling and, and more of the guys inside and cannon as well he's a finisher like you know he got three points the last day uh, maybe didn't do a whole lot from open play outside of that and, me, and he probably needs to do more for me um get more involved in the tackles and the, the the hooks and blocks and stuff um but if you get those guys if you can manufacture a shooting opportunity with those guys they're going to finish it you know and i think Nyland as well. Um, everyone always says like he doesn't maybe do enough from open play, but you could see the effort that he is putting in. You know, he's trying to correct that himself, you know. And he and he got his reward the last day four points against Kenny, You know, uh, you know it's his first real full championship year as well. So that that's a big plus for as well for us. And, and Kevin Cooney, you know, I think he, he he was a massive threat all through the game. What did you make of the comment about Conor Whelan and Jeff?
1: Well, he was he was medried, humble by I think was a comment afterwards. He had to announce him as man of the match. i look at it probably just uh, off-the-cuff comment that he, probably in hindsight he probably wish he didn't say no. But look, yeah. I think Willow's stats um, over the last couple of years. And I'd say he's fairly frustrated uh, as to the way we're playing or quality of play over the last while. Uh, as as Connor alluded to there and touched on it, um, the ball that we're hitting in, uh, and the timing, Arton and Sink, he doesn't know. I think Joe touched it. I didn't. I didn't watch back on on the Sunday game, the live one, uh, yet. Like I think Joe touched It like he doesn't know when the ball is going to be hit, yeah. Because the boys aren't in tune. Uh, but uh, what I saw the last of the, on the second half, um, I, I because Carl was on the field. If you can get that diamond there, um, of quality players and something with. I would have used Bino in the past at Fitz when you bring him out wing forward. Smart things will happen when you get smart players on, on, on the ball. And you need these smart players out there in order for the for the type of ball that you want to go inside to, to Kevin Cooney. Um Jason's probably come back into the reckoning again. Um and these lads, but I'm just wondering, Connor there and Paul, will will their positional switches be made and needs to be made? That's probably the, the burning
2: question.
0: Yeah, Jason, particularly Connor, he's made significant impacts the last two days out now.
2: Yeah, he has, to be fair to him. And um uh what I've noticed of him the last day and, and, and when he came on against Kitkenney um Northern Park and Dubbingham, he he he's uh, you'd often hear it mentioned in, in Premier League soccer, he's uh, high intensity sprints. Uh, no, not, not to get over technical about it, but he's really hungry to to, to get on the end of things and, and, and make an impact. You know, he, he's not just floating around looking for a loose ball, hoping for anyone. He he's he, he seems to have the bit between his teeth to, to to you know get the ball over the bar, get goals. You know, so he has to come into the reckoning definitely the next day. Um, for me, there has to be a couple of changes. You know, um, there has to be some recycling going on of that team. I think it's better to do from the start. You mentioned there has to be
0: significant changes. Where? Half-order line.
2: Definitely. Who, who, who comes in? Um, best half-order line for me. You need Huelo inside. Nyland's going to be inside. And Brian Cannon. Brian
1: that brings you to... Keane Fahey's out.
2: Um out, He's, I was just he's he is out with gr- a groin injury. Okay. He hasn't
1: seen game time. So you're looking at, Joseph was there the last day, and um, Tom Mono was there the last day. Um, but I'd Kevin obviously put...
0: has to stay there for his last day. Oh, Kevin was nailed on,
1: yeah. Yeah, Kevin's nailed on, Willow's nailed on, Evan's nailed on, Reno's na- nailed on. Like, Sean O'Lan in Club Hurling for Turlock is their top scorer, but. Is he, does he want to start now after the two performances over the last two days? For me, yes, probably wing back.
0: Yeah, possibly. Can Jason play that role of wing forward D field? He, he, play, he played it
1: in 2015.
0: Yeah. It's it's just a question now because obviously there's a few nail-on starters there, but there probably needs to be
2: someone brought in for Baldwin and I think I think our, prob- our problem, our most na- uh, the, the, the most glaring problem is we don't have a natural centre forward, really. You know, and that, you know you, you always talk about the spine of your team. And again, as I said, after times already, like, Dahi for me three Joe Cooney at six. Um, is Colin Mannion centre forward? Could he play there? I think he's probably our best option. Uh, for me, he doesn't give us enough defensively going back. Um, I think we need a more workhorse midfield. You know, um, if Carl Mannion gets six balls and six scoring opportunities, 50, 60 yards from goals, you'll imagine he's going to get... Same, you know, is he going to get the same opportunities at midfield? No, he's not. Um, you know, you might get the odd day here and there that he will, but uh, uh, four times out of five, you won't. So, I'd play Mann, Mannion, um, centre-forward, maybe Jason beside him. And then you probably have a toss up between two or three other guys for the other wing.
0: What would you do there, Jeffrey? Similar to Coughlin?
2: Yeah,
1: look, the, the the big issue is for is for if we get a shooter at eleven, uh, and if you put Cahill there, um, and just checking who was centre four for Tip or centre back for Tip the last time.
0: Against Watford, um one second now. second out. At that game, they obviously came up uh, short against Waterford. Centre back for Tip was Brian O'Mara.
1: Brian's a good hurler no? Um, but he he he'll want to six. He he'll want to six. So if we can we if we can get another player there, um, that's able to come into midfield, link and play. Um, Roland Roland didn't see any game time the last day. Um. Would I give him a go with midfield? Yeah, rather than mid I, 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 I definitely probably, we probably need legs, lads. It's not probably we do need legs around the middle third, and um, and the basic problem is we're facing the wrong goal, it is is having, them guys that are able to get back, and as Conor touched on there, Ball is just back, you know, and um, and obviously match fitness will be a lot better the next day, um. But I just think with our two wing back spots, if you have Finton and, and Garouge, uh especially, you need speed there. I know you have Darden and you have Jack Reedish but I think Sean, for me, does definitely come into the reckoning. Uh, Linan, um, and then with the other rest of the subs, Jason, it's going to be probably a toss-up between Jason and Tom O'Neill for that wing forward spot. Um, forward. It's ultimately like really
0: what position they look at Sean and Fair, isn't it?
1: But he's been coming on wing back, like,
0: yeah. Do you think um, they he's an option for midfield,
1: yeah, possibly That's as well? He's like, but, played
0: early on in the league,
1: yeah, but he's performing better at, at, at wing back, Paul. Yeah. I don't know what kind of things like. Um, he's been performing yeah. a lot,
2: but for me, uh, Sean and Sean Linan looks like he has the defensive mindset to. to to be able to help out there, um, you know, to, to work back. And again, I know obviously with my moly hat on, I know Ronnie Lennon is um, is very he's very clever in how he um, covers the six spot um, for us last year. You know, he's um, he's cover and his communication is very good working back. You know, I I'd, I'd rather see him at eight or five, maybe than ten or twelve you know, um, and plus, you know, he he had the legs um, to stay moving for for 60, 70 minutes as well. So, I think maybe Ronan and Sean would probably be our best options.
0: Yeah, no, there's a a huge amount of options there. It's it's going to be interesting to see what kind of changes were made. That, uh, just back to the game, uh, just for the concluding bit, that third quarter, Jeff was a big struggle, but, Huge character to turn it around from seven points down to then go two up.
1: Yeah, you, you can't fault the lads' um, character, especially against Dublin when they were twelve down. Um, but it's to get the level of consistency that they're going to need that gets the result against Tip. Um, they're need. They're going to need to piece together um, higher quality of play you now uh, in each of the quarters uh, to see it through. Um, I think Connor is 100% right. Um, Dahi for me at three and Joseph at six. Mike will probably give us a better uh foundation at the back and then make sure that we have guys midfield that are able to cover back. Um, and one of our wing backs at least. I'm just looking at the tip team there again. Like you have Mark Cohen inside and Garage with Connor is usually at 11. Like you have Bonner lads, Garage Matt can pick up. Bonner Maher, perfect. Yeah, you know, but Noel McGrath's the guy that makes them tick. So someone's going to have to man mark him, uh, yeah. especially uh, Connor Stakelum's had had a really good year uh, thus far. But if you tie down Noel, Jake Morris, um, and Q, you'd probably but you'd probably say say the same about those with Connor Whelan and Brian Concannon, You know, um, it's to get the matchups right. But I think with with Tip especially. You can get after uh, Owen Connolly. Um, is one guy you'd be looking at to kind of say, "Right, yeah, fine, we can go after him." But Michael Breen isn't an out and out full back, like he's, no, he's been playing. Forwarding. Yeah. So defensively, could you could you could you get him? you got Lilo to get on him, but no, they'd probably get Barrett or Ronan Maher to pick up Lilo, um, and it's trying to create mismatches there then with with, with the rest of with, with the rest of them. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and of course Tip are playing um awfully this weekend we're, we're not trying to attend awfully off people here around them. But going on current form, you would expect that tip will get over um awfully at the weekend. But we won't we won't rule out a total surprise either day. But just on that, Connor, is character probably has to be the most impressive thing from this goal team. Um so far this year, the last day as well, like looking dead and buried and coming back.
2: Yeah, definitely. Um, look, if they didn't have character, Shefton wouldn't have him in there first and foremost, you know. Um, he's his second year in there now and um, that's the main thing. I was impressed with Conor Whelan um, at the end of the game, his comments, you know, he's got to get man in the match and, you know, he, 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 you could tell by him he was in no doubt of the character of the guys and um, there's, you know, I, I'm, again, I think the tip game is the right game for guys actually um, I'm. I'd be. I'd be. A lot of the guys played very well the last day. You know, there's a lot of positives to come out of it. You know, you have Wheeler, you have Nyland, you have Kevin Cooney. Um, all done very well up front. You know, and only that last minute, not even last last five seconds. You know, this conversation be a lot a lot different, and as Jeff said, we'd probably be. I think we'd probably be second to the to Ireland if, if we'd won the last day. You know. Just on that
0: situation, there, prob- there probably there probably is stages that they could have done things differently, Connor, But at the end, y- you can tell fatigue just had its impact then.
2: Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, but look, it's easy to look at that moment in isolation. Like the four the, the, teams would have would have had, um, different moments, you no? Know, uh, TJ Reid messed up a free, uh, probably the best free taker of all time for me, I think they're getting too easy for him. Passed off two of them, 165, and uh, that went over with the, the 21, they got caught for he hit the post, another one. So, you know, Galway probably snatched it a couple of chances they probably shouldn't have had. I remember Joe Cooney probably trying to hit the ball a little bit too quick, probably should have recycled it in the second half. You know, so it's easy look at that, just that one moment, but in truth, there's always several moments, you know, it's like a goalie dropping the ball out of his hand, you know, and you're losing the game by a point, you know, where did the ball come from? What happened before that ball is hit? You know, it's, it's always the last thing that happens that you remember, so, um, yeah, onwards and upwards for me.
0: Jeff, just a question here that came in from one of the followers on Instagram. Um, you just had the question box open uh, before the show. And a question that came in was, do you think after Sunday, Goal still have what it takes to go and reach the All-Ireland Final and win it? Do you still feel it's capable? or It's obviously, as we talked about, going to be difficult, but do you still feel this group is capable of it? Yeah, you
1: no, know, I'd say Saturday week or Sunday week. Um, look, it's a big blow in terms of what happened on Sunday, but they're still in the Championship play. Um, that's the most important thing. And if you were in Corks position or Waterford's position, um, they they would rather and the one thing about this championship, when you get um a tough day at the office no more than tip hat against Waterford, you learn an awful lot in, in in defeat. Um but I think Connor's touched on it there as well, and and I've come to the same conclusion. We're gonna to need to change things up really. Um they, they, they did an awful lot right. But we need to start out the defence. We're just leaking too many goals. Um, we need to start that in uh, the next day to give us ourselves the right chance. And if we can get that right, get the win against Tip, then it's it, it's it's up against Limerick. But it's going to be a, a, a huge battle against uh, Tipperary the next day. Um, Offaly probably put it up to them for for like I said, Johnny will have them well set up. He'll know um
0: Brendan Mayer too as an insight
1: there. Yeah, Brendan Murray as well. Like so, like is Brendan with Carlo though?
0: No, Brendan's with Brendan and his brother Martin
1: are with. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um, but like Johnny will, have, will know enough of these Tipperary lads from his club in Club hurling tip. So I'd say awfully he'll will put it up in in, in, in different parts to tip. But look, as I said already, the next two trainer sessions especially, um, the lads will be well recovered uh, by the by the weekend and then it's just getting the heads right for for the battle against uh Do you still feel Connor for you?
0: Do you still feel this group going on all ireland this
2: year? Uh, I think you have to look um will take a, a horse racing analogy, a line of form. Um I think you have to take, uh, because the Monster Championship has been so spectacular for the want of another word, um it's very hard to tell exactly where Galway and Kilkenny are. So I, I think if you look at over the last two years and what Galway done last year and how they put Limerick to the pin of their collar last year. And and look at how Limerick blew Kilkenny away in the final for a finish and that performance that they put up, like you you definitely could you definitely couldn't put Limerick in at the same level as last year's as, as this year. Obviously they have a couple of injuries as well, but they, they do look a little bit short of you it. No. Know if they improve usually and it's possible from the Munster final to the semi-final, if the same Limerick is there this year, as there last year on what I've seen from Galway so far, we're not beating Limerick. Right. That's not obviously taking Tipperary for granted, but I'm still a little bit, um, unsure of how good or not so good Galway and be are. Um, but I'm I'm just happy it's the tip, game, it's the tip game we have the next day. I just think we always raise our game for tip. You know, I can't remember, uh, Jeff, you might have a better idea. I can't remember us underperforming hugely, you know, like we did against Waterford a couple of years ago um, in Turles. And then I remember maybe 19 years ago, previous John McIntyre's time with a, a very bad performance against Waterford and Turles again that time. But I just think Tip is the, the right game at the right time for these lads. You know, like what did they to lose now? You know, everything to gain. And they've going into a semi final if they get over Tip. Um, underdogs against all Ireland champions that may be on a downward curve. You know, it could be set up for them to get to a final. You know, I'm winning. And, we're never, and it, it, Claire Kilkenny, it's hard to know what way that'll go as well. The, the same. The same question applies: how good are Galway and Kilkenny against the monster teams? But uh, Galway against Kilkenny in an earlier final, if if it was to happen again, I would definitely fancy Galway, and we're not going to fear a player no matter no matter what. So yeah, the Burlington book, Connie. Um.
1: Yes, he's he's uh, very positive. What <laughs> 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 what a word? Yeah, and yeah, optimistic. But sure, look, that's yeah. what it's about. Look, at the end of the day. Um... None of us enjoyed the last set. No, no, no. We, 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 we pride ourselves in being GoEgions and we pride ourselves in our hurling. And like Connor's touched on there, it's tip. Um, there will be an edge to it. It's not good hurling. It's what we want. Um, touch wood, they don't bring us to car. <laughs> touch wood, because yeah. I, I can't yeah. imagine yeah. Um, our county board agreeing to that, though. Yeah, just
0: as Jeff mentions there, there's there, there's rumblings already of if it is Galway Tip and Dublin Clare that we could have a double header in Porky Wave. It just seems absolutely ludicrous to bring uh, all those four counties. So we'll have to see how that plans out, but ultimately, head break for Galway at the weekend. They're not out of the Championship uh, and it is Tipperary Offaly, as we mentioned in the and uh, quarter-finals that Galway will face, um, and venues, times, and everything. But it is going to be Saturday week, anyways. That's a definite. But before we do finish that, um, the club championship draws took place last night. Um, so they're obviously scheduled in at the minute for August 6th and August 7th. So I'll just um, read out the senior draw that took place. So Group 1, you'll have Tommy Larkins, Climber Daily, Cambridge or more. Group 2, Portumna, Terlock and Thomas's, Group 3, Mike Collin, Lockeray, Capitagol, Kilkeniron, and Group 4, Castlegare, Ardrahan, Crockwell and Sarishvils. Just from going by those draws, um, Connor, obviously the Senior A and Senior B's taken out of it now this year, you just have the, the straight, well you still have Senior A and Senior B, but there's no kind of crossover, but just initially from the draw last night, anything jumping out? Um,
2: uh, no, <laughs> and to, to be quite honest, the fact that there's three teams qualifying out of each group, I think it's uh, massively diluted. Um, the, the better teams, the, the higher quality teams are going to be able to time their run to the knockout stages. Um, obviously for the for the teams that, you know, the, the third and fourth place seeded teams, you know, without putting a grade on, on anyone deliberately, um, it, it's hardened them uh i i don't agree with this format of the championship whatsoever i, I think it's we might as well just move to straight knockout hurling for your top 10 teams and call the rest intermediate
0: yeah it's even where well, i'm just about to bring in uh, the senior b draw but the senior b obviously mullia lee meadows alton right haskell in group one group two climber that point pierces Kinadima. Have we got something wrong with the structure, Jeff? When Connor talks there about three teams and then he talks about, well, he hasn't talked about it, but eight teams in Senior B ultimately playing for, just for promotion to Senior A.
1: Um, it probably be more competitive in terms of, uh, and kind of touched it regarding teams' time in it. Like, a lot of lads are gone to the States now as of this week. And look, I went through this last year. You're under immense pressure then when, when boys are away, uh, and relying on lads to come back. And if you get a few injuries, uh, with club teams, um, you're you're kind of in trouble. But there's lots of room for her if just if there's only three teams. So the like in senior A there, uh, the top teams there, Sarsfield's, Turlock, Thomas's, Lockray, they'd all be fine, you know, because it's a three team group, and it's the same in senior B, you know, um, and it's it's probably. And Connor's right. It's, it's probably there's too much room for for error, really, um, and it doesn't really kind of kick off until you get to the knockout stages. And a lot of these games, um, there there isn't the intensity that you'd want in them. Um, to be honest with you, and uh, Gaul Club hurling doesn't really kick off in for me until you get the three teams qualified, and you look there, there probably will be very little surprises in in who qualifies from any of them groups. In senior A, especially senior B, it'll be it'll be different, you know. Um, but you you, you can work out on as Connor touched on as well regarding farm lines and who's doing what. You can look at the league, uh, for for guidance as to how teams are going, and how the camps are, um, in terms of preparation. But look, you're down to nitty gritty stage now. You're in June, mid June, and you're whatever you're six, seven weeks out then from your first championship match.
2: Do you miss not being involved, Connor, just you now? Or? uh no. Um, I done done my three years, and look, we had our first born in November. Um, uh, no, I'll change the answer. Actually, I didn't miss it for the first four or five months. I say once the the long evening started to come in, you know, I was passing by the pitch there, and you'd see, you see the cars outside, and you'd be like, oh, Jesus, I would mind being in there, you know, ha- having a bit of crack with the lads and putting them through their paces, or, um. I, I obviously was feeling very sorry for myself this week. I went back and played a junior B match, so I'm I'm sitting here and <laughs> and suffering in silence <laughs> today. So yeah, but uh, no, yeah, you'd miss it this time of year. Yeah, when when the lads are hopping and the and the, and the pitch is caught and the, the ground is good and all that, and you have you have numbers and it's 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 you couldn't be at better. But you know, I didn't. I definitely didn't miss it. January, and February, and March, January. going strong. Yeah.
0: Hey
1: Jeffrey, you missing it? No. <laughs> no. I'm uh too busy with the underage and medals now, to be honest with you. So um even you know, we're 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 qualified under 13 there and we're we're busy with that, you know. And that's that has my focus now, to be honest with you. And I'm doing a few sessions in for, for Hedford underage as well. So I'm I'm busy with that as well, you know. So um yeah, look, uh when you're in it amongst it, and you're in it for a long time, um, and you get yourself out of it, you don't miss January every March. You know, April they're, they're the air slogs, But when it comes to the summer, um, you know, the, we're all the same. You know, we're we're, we're used to we creatures of habit. You know, we're, we're used to being either playing or involved. Um, and Connor's able to play Junior B, but <laughs> my legs went a long time ago. Uh,
2: I, can, I can I can guarantee you, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Just, just as well to finish the intermediate draw, Turlock, Karen Cylon, Anadam, Group One, Group Two, Kiltormer, Rahoon, Clarenbridge, Kilbacon, Group Three, Brockwell, Munich Aircourt, Ballygare, and Group Four, Kinvera, Teen Abbott and Irish, Onspillillillill, Um That's all we have time for on our podcast today. A massive thank you to the two lads for coming on. Okay. The Backdoor GA podcast for 2023 is now brought to you by Steve Motor Group. For your personalised vehicle shopping experience, visit stevemotorgroup.ie. We are now delighted to announce our second sponsor of the podcast, Harper Finley, our professional service recruitment company operating nationwide and are dedicated to helping people find their dream job.